Welcome to the Favorites Podcast. I am Chad Millman of the Action Network. This is the Super Contest Edition, which means I am going to welcome in my brother, my Action Network brother, in the gold lame jacket with no shirt. <laughs> yeah, Black, I mean, you said, Fletcher. you said a week or two ago that I was barely wearing a shirt anymore, so I figured, what the hell, let's just get rid of it altogether. What happens when you get on the Long Island Railroad in a jacket like that and no shirt? I mean, public transit these days, Chad, is very impersonal. Everyone's just got headphones in and eyes down, so really nothing. Nobody even notices you. Nah, it's kind of disappointing. I hope for some reaction, but it's tough to get one these days. I know you like a reaction. Um, We, I can't lie. Cannot lie. We'll get to business. We got to talk about our picks from last week. Um, we went yep. three and two. One of us uh, middled one of our picks. You fuck. And um, we can talk about that. I'm a little, it's very early on Thursday morning. Very uh, as early. As is our custom, uh, you've brought in a cordial. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about what you've brought in today? I decided to bring in some Patron Exo Cafe, uh, for those of you who may not be familiar it is a coffee-flavored liqueur made with Patron Silver tequila. And if you're wondering what it tastes like, it tastes exactly like what you would imagine tequila and coffee tastes like. Um, I would describe it favorably as Mexican rat poison. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm not comfortable with it. I've had some. It's As I said, it's early. Mm-hmm. Can't lie to you. I'm pretty hungover. Yep. Chad had two beers last night. I stayed out past nine um, (laughs) and was at a bar with a friend. Was it a wine bar? We had some dinner. The bartender had a heavy, heavy pour. And before you knew it, uh, I did not feel comfortable and it was a long night. And so um, I don't love the coffee liqueur. Our podcast today is fueled by Munchkins, Krispy Kreme, and coffee-flavored Patron. Yep, that pretty much summarizes it. And I'm looking at a guy in a cowboy hat, sunglasses, a gold lame jacket with no shirt, and he's smoking a mango vape. It's creme brulee. And I'm thinking to myself, where did it go wrong for me? I think this is where it went right. This is living, baby. Do you think so? You're not just breathing today. You're not existing. You are living today. I mean, that's true. You could look at it it as like, I could be sitting in an office. I could be like in another corporate gig, Mm -hmm. behind a desk, trying to manage something. Somebody tweeted something. I've got to get mad at him for it, you know. Mm -hmm. Instead, I do get to be doing this with a character like you, you know, trying to drink away my hangover. um, It'll, It'll work. And talking about betting. Yep. Do you want to talk about the middle that I did? Do you want to talk about how angry you got at me on Monday I night? You got angry at me to set it up so people remember. This. One of the one of the picks was uh, that we had in the super contest was Denver plus five versus Kansas City. I had bet Denver plus five and a half versus Kansas City uh, when it opened a week ago so um, before I. the game, and then as the game got closer, uh, right before the game kicked off, I right saw, before kick, I saw it was Kansas City minus three and a half. I'm like, wait a second. I've already got Denver plus five and a half. So this, to me, feels like a close game. 
it lands on four or five, and I've gotten a middle if I bet Kansas City three and a half right now. All right. So, so I did it. So I did it. Yeah. This guy bets both sides of the game, middling two points. He middled two points, and he fucking cashed it. Yeah. At that point, when I was watching that game, I was doing a periscope at the end of the game. You were so mad at me. I was almost hoping that I would lose my bet just so you didn't win both. Because I knew, everyone knew, when I saw Scott in the office the next day, the first thing he said is, that was the worst possible outcome that could have happened. (laughs) Because he's going to be so smug about it. Me? You. Smug? Uh, I specifically did not go into the side action Slack channel. Um, it's been five minutes and five seconds. After the game, because I didn't want to be obnoxious, um, I believe uh, Scott Miller um, wrote, at Chad Millman is a minus 200 favorite to be asleep right now. If you don't watch your miracle cover, does it even count? And then, uh, <laughs> and then the next morning, I woke up and I wrote, for the record, I was very much awake. I chose to stay out of the channel for fear of how much more obnoxious I could be. As I've noted in my Millman's Red Zone Diaries column, I can make things happen with my mind. Good fucking morning. How's the cherry pitter working out? Didn't go that route. Oh, really? Yeah. And then you wrote, you wrote back, shit. And then Scott Miller wrote back, who's one of our editors, the editor, this was the worst possible outcome, folks. Yep. So congratulations to you for middling two points. How many points, like, is enough to middle? Why is it bad to middle two points? And in in when four is a key number, you've got a huge road favorite, a team that I believed could win the game. Okay, because I thought that we were on the same page here. That we are I, on the same I, no, page. No, no, I thought you believed Denver was going to win that game. Blackjack, here's what I believe. Because if you believe Denver's going to win the game, this there's no the, point in middling it. This is the difference between you and me. This is the. Difference I'm a man of faith, you. and yeah. you I, are a. I am a man of stats. I am a yeah, rational I being. I Stick I your wear, finger in the air, see which way the wind. I don't wear. You'd be a great politician. Jackets. I look at because you don't have the confidence to wear it. It's not about confidence. I look at the information in front of me, and I make the best percentage so, play. So the best percentage play today was that black pullover. That was the best play today? Really? And that was personal? You uh, brought the gold lame up. Listen, last week in the Super Contest, for those who don't know, our goal here, we make five picks for the Las Vegas Westgate Super Contest. The goal is for us to win $1.4 million. So every pick has massive stakes behind it. Last week, we were 3-2. and two. The week before, we were 3-2. and two. Yeah. And on a little bit of a roll. I think we've gotten burned last week by the two teams we've bet more than any. Yeah. The Colts and the Giants. Colts and the Giants. Yeah. We got to walk away from I'm really done with the Giants. Oh, my God. So done with the Giants. Like, I have divorced myself from the Giants. Who are they playing this week? They are playing. um, Ooh, the Panthers. Ooh, catching seven. Yeah. Hello. No. No. Hello. No. We'll get there. No. No. We know better. Should we get this thing rolling so we say hello to our friend Georgina? We should. Tottenham at Cardiff City. Tottenham by... Oh, wait, sorry. That's my other podcast. Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham. So, Blackjack, what flavor vape are you vaping today? Creme brulee today, beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Creme brulee. Yeah. 
It has more of a coffee flavor, which actually is a nice accompaniment to uh, the Patron. The compliments are cordial. Before we get started here, Chad, I just want to talk for a second, because this podcast has been wildly successful. Massive. Um, We have millions and millions of listeners, and it's just been a whirlwind. So it gave me an idea, and I took it upon myself, with the help of our producers here, to create kind of a spinoff. You know, the most popular thing in podcasting is these true crime podcasts, right? Things like Serial and Sword and not the Sword and the Stone. That's a kid's thing. Sword and Scale, Antonio, thank you. Um, These things are really popular, so I decided to make a spinoff. For everyone listening, this is the first time Chad's hearing this, so his reaction will be genuine. I have no Um, idea what's about to happen. And it is, uh, the working title is called The Silent Bell. Everyone in Pittsburgh is wondering what happened to a 25-year-old man. He was last seen in 2017. He's six foot one, about 230 pounds, and has a 40 time of 4.6 seconds. That's all I want to do. I don't want to have a revocation of what happened last year. You know, obviously I got to do what I got to do and I'll take my stand and protect myself. That's Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell. Some say he's the best running back in the league. The only thing is, he's gone missing. See, it's already week five of the NFL season, and he hasn't shown up for a single game. Le'Veon Bell is the star running back. He is one of the premier players in this league. So, Nate, where is he? Now, Bell has gone missing before. The last time was on January 14th, 2018, in a divisional round matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's also managed to go missing literally every time the Steelers play the New England Patriots. But this time feels different. There are a lot of theories on Bell's disappearance. I want that type of contract, that type of long-term security. Le'Veon Bell himself, who thought he could get $16 million a year on the open market. I see Ben get his money. I see mm-hmm. Castro, Bill and the Waver get their money. Right. What, what about me? I have another theory. I think he's been kidnapped. Do I have evidence? Well, not exactly. But people eat these true crime podcasts up like Jameis Winston eats crab legs. So I'll worry about evidence later. What's going on in here? What are you doing? Le'Veon Bell's gone missing. He's coming back week seven. He just announced that. Or is he? (laughs) This is stupid. Can you go? I have the room until 12. And turn the lights off, please. Thank you. Join me week by week as I investigate this case. This is The Silent Bell. That's our serial spinoff. I am so impressed. Honest to God, it's everything I want the Action Network to be. Well, I know that. That's why I did it on my own with these guys' help without telling you. I am inspired. I am totally inspired. I don't even know what to say. I almost have tears in my eyes. And it's not The Hangover. Wow. Or The Coffee Patron. Wow. The Coffee Patron is really hitting It's me. not even like the reflection from your jacket. It's only my pride and admiration for what you put together. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. That's why I do what I do. You are a creative force. Yeah, I am. Remember the, that. The best part about that the, the, it was uh, Matt Ford, our producer, in the background, walking in, and you're like, 
I have the room in so 12. <laughs> <laughs> that, that line will live up there with, I have a budget meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done. Well done. I love being surprised like that. That is awesome. All right. We got to get to business here. Because I do, I, listen. Let's just take the first five. I got a budget meeting. <laughs> I, gotta, I do have a budget meeting. I got to go. We got to wrap this up, uh, which means we've got to start this up. Georgina. Green Bay at Detroit. Packers by one. No, thanks. Week two. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Rodgers doesn't look right, does he? Well, he, he doesn't look right because he's playing on one leg. Right? Yeah. 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 Great observation. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like thank you. Le'Veon Bell is disappeared. Also, I know, but don't you really kind of right. expect that Aaron Rodgers can yeah. play on one leg at this point? Like, is there anything he can't do? I had a boss who used to say, like, uh, "Let's not be the masters of the obvious." Modo, right there. Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't look right. No, but I expect him to be able to play on one leg. I mean, I, I don't well, think there's anything he can't he do. He has been. Yeah, but just not very well. Yeah, that's why we're skipping the game. I don't even know why we're talking about it. It's the Patron, Chad. It could be. It's going to be interesting. <sighs> I All know. right, pass it. Tennessee well, at Buffalo. Titans by three and a half. Give me the Buffalo Bills. Yeah! <laughs> Come on. For once, I'm with you on your home dog theory. I hate the Tennessee Titans. I hate everything about them. Give me the Buffalo Bills. Tell me why. Other than, other than emotion, like this is our yin and yang here, I have right. reasons, rational, right. real I think, reasons. I think the Bills' defense is going to cause a lot of problems for Tennessee. I do. I think the Bills' defense is underrated. I think people generally are looking at that team like it's an absolute train wreck. And listen, Josh Allen hasn't done a hell of a lot to impress me, but I guess he's been better than I thought. No. He's I, awful. No, I thought he was going to be really, really bad. Dude, like, really bad. Look at what Jeff Schwartz nah, does on Twitter. Like, I the thought he'd he be like Nathan film. Peterman bad. Yeah, okay. He's better than that. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I think most of this play really, to me, comes down to the Bills' defense. I, I, I like their defense. I'm still not sold on Tennessee's offense at all. The fact that Marcus Mariota was the AFC player of the week last week made me throw up in my mouth. It's like, what were they watching? There was nobody better? Nobody? Did you see what Tom Brady did to the Dolphins? That wasn't better. This is what's so interesting about you Marcus and me. Mariota. When I listen to you talk about games, we're both on the Bills. I'm not on the Bills for any of the reasons you just Why said. Why are you on the Bills? Uh, I did watch that Titans game last week. It was a miracle yeah, they that they stink. beat the Eagles. Like, I was all over the Titans in that game. Uh, they Every single thing that could go right for them went right for them. Multiple penalties on the Eagles on fourth downs when they were driving to win the game. Going forward on fourth down to win the game instead of kicking a tying field goal. Mm-hmm. Like, every single thing they needed to go right. Went right. It's like that miracle cover, miracle win that the Patriots had. Like you need, like in the Super Bowl a couple years ago against the Falcons, everything went yeah. right for the Titans. So now you've got a Titans team going on the road to Buffalo. It's going to be very hot in Buffalo. Um, Wait, is it? Yeah, it's going to be like eighty degrees this week. Are you kidding? No. All right. For serious. Read, I want to uh, go to a game there in like December. Read readactionnetwork.com. Read Marky Mark. He's got the uh, the weather report. Um, but uh, you're just, the Titans are just way overvalued right now. There's no way the Titans should be three Which and a half is point favorites. Insane that anyone is overvaluing the Tennessee Titans. They are because they had a huge win against the Eagles, and and bookmakers know that people bet what they last saw, 
And what they're seeing is a, a Bills team that got blanked by the Packers, an Aaron Rodgers who doesn't look right on one leg, and a Titans team that just came back in a miracle way against the Eagles, who never should have been favored by that much when they were on the road against the Titans anyways. Because the Titans have been covering all year because their defense is really good. Do you know what people are underestimating? Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia is going to have a big impact in this game. That's unless, my take. Unless they're fucking playing. They're not going to matter. But yeah. okay, Chad, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, Bills sure. Mafia doesn't matter. You can't even you can't even jump onto tables anymore. If you don't think they're jumping through tables in Buffalo, you're out of your mind. Can we? Just, why are we getting mad at each other? Like we agree on the game. It's going to be that kind of day. We're on the same side. We got a game. We got the Bills. Georgina. Jacksonville at Kansas City, Chiefs by three. This one's easy. By Jacksonville, I mean the Jaguars, of course. Thank you. Yeah. This one's easy. Yeah, it's a pass. No, it's not. This game is perfectly no, it's not. Perfectly handicapped. No, it's not. Jacksonville. Listen, you saw what, what Denver was able to do last week against Kansas City. Their defense did slow Mahomes down. There's no doubt about it. Okay, Particularly for three quarters, that defense absolutely slowed that machine down, okay? And even his numbers for the whole game paled in comparison to the first three weeks. Jacksonville's defense is markedly better than Denver's defense. Also, their offense is better than Denver's offense. I can't believe I'm saying this about Blake Bortles, but he's actually having a really nice year, okay? He's doing well. The running game in Jacksonville is better than the running game in Denver, and you saw Denver just run all over Kansas City with Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman, okay? Now you're going to bring Leonard Fournette and TJ Yeldon in? Fournette's not even playing. All right, so TJ Yeldon, I'll take him. He's still better than those two. Jacksonville is a clearly better team than Denver, and you're going to give me three points. They saw what worked last week, what Denver did, what worked with Denver. Jacksonville has the players to do it even better. <sighs> Again, this is, this, this is honestly why, not to give our producers credit, this is the genius of this podcast. Do you know why? No. It is not easy for two people who are on diametrically opposite sides of the way they handicap games to mm -hmm. come to a consensus on five picks each week. True. It's actually been pretty easy for us so far. No, it hasn't. It's been really uh, hard. We haven't reached the end of the slate without five. Well, we haven't gotten there without pain points, like right now. You're, uh, I mean, Jacksonville is catching three in this game. Yeah, I, I understand the language of the point spread. So, I mean, if you say it with emphasis, right, so it what doesn't part mean of I this, agree. So what part of this equation do you think Kansas City has a better game than they did against Denver? It's not about the better game. It's about is there value? I don't, I don't have any Yeah, I edge. think there's value because I think this game should be a pick. All right, let's make it maybe. This should be a pick. Maybe. Fine. We'll come back to it. It's Fine. Like, we're allowed to put a pin in it. Put a pin in you. <laughs> Not going to bode well for our honeymoon in Italy. We'll get to our next pick in a second. First, Keeneland is a historic horse racing track right in the heart of thoroughbred country in Lexington, Kentucky. They're referred to as racing as it was meant to be. Think what Augusta is to golf, Wimbledon is to tennis, Keeneland is to horse racing. Their fall race meet kicks off this Friday, October 5th, and they have an awesome weekend of racing lined up 
for what they call Fall Stars Weekend. You can bet on 10 stakes races, nine of which will offer the winner a spot in the starting gate for the 2018 Breeders' Cup World Championships just a month away at Churchill Downs. Keeneland offers big pools and full fields for bettors. In fact, Friday, October 5th, Keeneland offers a guaranteed pool of $200,000 on their pick four. On Saturday, October 6th, they'll offer a guaranteed pool of $350,000 for their all-stakes pick four and $250,000 for their all-stakes pick five. For insight and analysis on who to bet on, you can follow at BetKeenland on Twitter for on-demand contest on Keeneland Racing from expert handicapper Jeremy Plonk. You can watch Keeneland's racing from any location and bet directly from your phone with Keeneland Select, their online betting platform. In fact, you can bet races around the country, not just at Keeneland, all year long. Sign up quickly at KeenelandSelect.com to get started. Use promo code SELECT18 and you'll receive $100 back into your account if you wager $300 in the first 30 days. That's KeenelandSelect.com, promo code SELECT18. All right, Blackjack, let's get on with the show. Georgina. Miami at Cincinnati, Bengals by six and a half. Of course Chad likes the Bengals every week. He's like the Andy Dalton of sports betting. Oh! Oh! That would imply that Chad's mediocre at sports betting and he's not. So, um, Doesn't she, may she know? Have, she may have aimed a little high. Doesn't she, if, if Georgina does not have a rip today calling me the middle monster. Then... Ooh, the middle monster. Fuck, you didn't do that, did you? Yeah. No. That was a mistake. That is I don't know mistake. how because that's all I'm calling myself these days. The middle monster. God damn it. Yeah. Someone should have thought of that. Someone wake up Georgina right now and get her to record something fast. I know she's got twins and it's 5.30 in the morning. Who cares? In L.A. But wake her up. Uh, that said, I don't like the Bengals here. Too many points. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So there, Georgina. <laughs> We're passing. Baltimore at Cleveland, Ravens by three. Hate it. The Browns are so the right side in this game. It's frightening. This is where the wise guy money is. I am telling you right now. I am telling you. I can look in the action network. It's not about the Browns to me. It's It's about the Ravens. The Ravens, the Ravens to me are too unpredictable. One week you see this team come out on offense and they look like they are utterly inept and they can't do anything right. And then the next week they come out and they'll put 35 on the board. I don't know what I'm getting from week to week with this team. Also, their defense is pretty good. And it's going to be the first really good defense that Baker Mayfield's faced since he's only faced Oakland. Um, And their defense is trash. I, I I don't love taking the Browns against that defense for the first time. Listen to me. This is a prime scenario. You're getting a home underdog in which their opponent is getting nearly 80% of the action. That right. is I gave you a home dog with the Bills. This is I get it's a home dog, but it's still the Cleveland Browns. And Hugh Jackson's still roaming those sidelines. Right. Fine, fine. Guess what? What? We're not going to do it. But you know what? What? I'm going to bet it. I know you're going to bet it, allegedly. Your attention, please. Chad is making a bet. Allegedly. There it is. It's true. I am. Let's call it a maybe because I. All right. You, you might be able to sway me on it. Let's see yeah. what else we got. We might not get anything better. This is what I decided. I decided 
that last one of the things that have been going wrong for us and generally for me is that I was not sticking to my principles. And like I firmly believe in playing short home favorites and home underdogs. I think that's You mean when, like the Giants last week? Yeah. And okay. also the Titans and also the Cardinals. Uh, and so Cardinals. my and also the Raiders. Hold on. We'll, okay, we'll, hold on. We'll, you hold we'll on. get to the Cardinals. You hold on. We'll get to the Cardinals. So here's my point. My point is I'm not walking away from those teams now. That's it's like you play all of those games because that's what you believe in. And if you don't play those games, then you're missing out. All right, we'll keep it as a maybe. Let's move on. Now you can go, Georgina. Denver at New York, Jets by one. So everything I said about principles. Broncos. Um, oh yeah, I can't bet the Jets. Broncos, there it is. All right. I jumped on this bad boy at, I think, two when it opened. The fact that the New York Jets are favored against the Broncos that did what they did against Kansas City is. It's fucking ridiculous. It, it, my brain is in a pretzel right How now. I can't. Are... How are the Jets like still riding high on that Lions I don't from that know. Lions game? I, have I don't no know. Idea. I really don't know. Denver, yeah. Denver, Denver all day. It's a, it's a no-brainer. Go ahead, Georgina. New York Giants at Carolina Panthers by seven. No, thank you. Yeah, I no. agree. Numbers too high. Yeah. Atlanta at Pittsburgh Steelers by three. Uh, I don't like it. I liked it when Steelers Steelers were at minus four. Yeah, I liked I liked when it opened. at four. I don't like this at minus three. Yeah, it, I don't love it either. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Next up, Georgina. Oakland at Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers by four and a half. Don't like it either. Nope. Hate this. Hate both teams. Yeah. Really do. Really, really do. Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. Rams by seven. Seahawks. No brainer. Here we go. Like, we could talk about it for the benefit of the people, but I know what's going on in Seattle. I know they've lost Earl Thomas, yep. who had one of the greatest cart-off moments sure in did. NFL history when he's you know waving the bird at the sidelines because he's injured. Um, I like the way his teammates rallied and supported him and didn't troll him. Uh, I know Michael Kendricks has been suspended indefinitely. I know this team's offensive line is trash. But I don't like any team that is as favored in the public's mind as the Rams going on the road as a touchdown favor in a place where Russell Wilson can backdoor this game at any moment. Toughest building in the NFL to play in. And that's, that's what's going to happen. Russell Wilson is going to backdoor this in the fourth quarter. Yep. They're going to be down by like 17 going into the fourth, and they're going to cover this. 100%. Arizona at San Francisco, 49 is by four. I have to tell you, this is my favorite game of the week. Me too. The Arizona Cardinals. Boom. I have bet them on the money line. I love the Cardinals this week more than anything I can imagine this pat this football season. Tell me why. I'll tell you why. Josh Rosen is why. If you look at the box score from Josh Rosen, it's it's good. It's not great. It's good. But then you go back and look at the film of his throws. Look at the incompletions, okay? Josh Rosen had six dropped passes by his wide receivers, Chad, three of them by Larry Fitzgerald. And these weren't passes that were like Odell Beckham one-handed catches. These were on the money, right on target. This kid was poised in the pocket under pressure. He threw darts all day. He was 
accurate. He had touch. He was able to throw the ball deep. David Johnson kind of looks like he's getting back into swing now with Arizona. And the 49ers, look, I mean, we've got C.J. Beathard um, (laughs) at quarterback there. That just doesn't scare me. Like, I'm sorry, but I thought that team was lacking in weapons when they had Jimmy Garoppolo. Although, I will say, C.J. played pretty well this past week. Are they asking Jimmy who in San Francisco? No. Maybe. No. no. Maybe. You Quarterback not, controversy? There, there will not be a Where's Jimmy video to I be done. I don't know, Chad. CJ played pretty well. But either way, I think this Cardinals team is going to get their first win of the year this week. I love the Cardinals. Love the Cardinals. Love the Cardinals. I've watched a lot of the Cardinals the past two weeks. I had them plus six against the Bears. I had them um, plus three and a half against or plus four against the um, Seahawks last week their defense is is starting to play a lot better mm-hmm. they're pressuring the ball the pass rush is mm-hmm. really strong uh, some of the things they weren't doing the first couple of weeks they're starting to do with him about Rosen um, love him love him too like he was my favorite quarterback in this y- draft I- I'll tell you what I'll tell you what. last night I went out with a friend can't name him and we were having a long conversation about right now, if you could take, you know, I'm a Bears fan. If you could take uh, Mitch Trubisky, Josh Rosen, or Baker Mayfield. Rosen. I would, I would choose between Rosen and Mayfield before Trubisky. And this is Trubisky coming off his sixth touchdown game against mm-hmm. the Tempe Buccaneers. Um, he, like, the guy looks like he just... Never thinks about the play before. Nope. He does not look rattled. He does not look like the moment is too big for him. Um, I really, really am impressed in the action I've seen. Like, he played like crap in that game. Like, you're right. The the stats did not look good in that game against Seahawks. And he still kept the team in the game and, like, was making the throws really hard throws. And so um, those were not, these weren't like little dump offs like you see at Josh Allen. These are. Right. You've got to be accurate. You've got to have a strong arm. I'm all over this game. All over it. Yep. In fact, take him on the money line. Your attention, please. Chad is making a bet. Allegedly. Go money line. I don't have the courage for that. Go money line. I talked Matt into it. We did it together. He's weak. No, you got to do it. Have a little faith, man. Live on the edge. I don't. Live on this faith. Cardinals team is winning this game. I don't. They are winning live this game. On faith, winning it. I live. The Niners on math. stink. They have beaten only the Detroit Lions, and that was with the Hall of Fame quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo under center. There's no way they're winning this game. Cardinals all day long. Before you know it, by the way, right now we've got uh, three. three three games left, and we've got. We love the Seahawks plus seven. We love the Cardinals plus four, and we love the Bills plus three oh, and a we half. Got four. Like, all right. Oh, and we also love Denver. Yeah. See. Interesting to me. On to the next. Minnesota at Philadelphia. Eagles by three. Do you think Carson Wentz looks a bit like Prince Harry? Take no. the Eagles. He does, but I want the Vikings. I don't want either. I don't blame you. I, li- I like Minnesota here, but I don't love it. No, no. Nothing to love. Dallas at Houston. Houston by three. Nope. Oh, God, no. These nope. teams are trash to Not me. Not doing it. It's really interesting to me. 
the Cowboys over the years have just been one of those teams that are a huge public team, right? Mm-hmm. And getting all getting action no matter what. In uh, the Wednesday edition of the the favorites with Bob Scucci, um, which by the way, Blackjack, it's the most popular edition of the favorites. I'm just telling you. Why are you telling me that? You got some work to do. You're gonna have to bring some more. I'm showing up here drinking fucking tequila and coffee at eight in the morning. What, what more do you want out of me? It was eight thirty. You're a little late. Yeah, because I had to stop and get treats for you. I I brought treats and I was here on time. You brought a tiny little box of munchkins, okay? That's what you think of everyone in this room. Munchkins. I brought a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts, various different flavors, and Patron liqueur, okay? That's what I think of people in the room. Munchkins. What the hell are we in the fourth grade? It was a classy gesture. <laughs> so we're passing on that. Oh, the point is, the point is that Scooch was saying nobody, nobody's interested in the Cowboys anymore. This team has no personality. Nah. There's nothing to root for on this team. Dude, I, how does Jason Garrett have a job? It's weird, right? How? It's so weird. Washington at New Orleans, Saints by six and a half. Lay it. Oh, God, no. No. No, I will not lay it. You I have to. Not. No. You have to. No. No. The Redskins? The Redskins. Can I tell you about the Redskins? Can I tell you about Alex Smith? They Can s- I tell you about the Saints? They, they secretly stink. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No. Yeah, they do. No. Yes. No. The Redskins stink. No, you're wrong. No, I'm not. Wrong. Here's what's going to happen. This is a pass. This game is going to be 37 17 Saints. There's no way. Listen. Well, we are at an impasse. This Saints defense is horrendous. Okay? Don't be fooled by what they did to the Giants. Oh, you mean the team with Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley? Yeah. Don't be fooled by that? They cannot get it right. Who are the Redskins' best playmakers, by the way? Yeah. Adrian Peterson. Do we? See on the Redskins? What is he, 51 now? Pierre Garcon. Is he no, still he's Redskins? in San Francisco. Uh, I think. Let's pass. Let's just pass. We're, we're, on, we're, we're on such opposite sides on this game, and the, the truth stink. is we should be going back to, um, I would say, here's where we're at right now. We're through all the games, okay? We both like the Bills plus three and a half against the Titans. We both like the Broncos as one-point dogs to the Jets. We both like the Seahawks at plus seven against the Rams at home. Love. We are in love with the Cardinals. Plus four against the San Francisco 49ers. The maybes we have right now. This is Jacksonville or Cleveland. Are Jacksonville uh, plus three or Cleveland plus three? Just think about that for one second, what you just said. This is Jacksonville plus three or Cleveland plus three. Now, in your brain, I know because I'm looking at you, something goes off in your head, and you know it's happening right now, but you don't want to admit it. There's something happening that's telling you, this is ridiculous. I can't take Cleveland over Jacksonville. (laughs) It is it is hard to say, yes, I want the Browns against the Ravens instead of the Jaguars. Yep. As you pour yourself another. You know what? It's terrible, but it's in front of me. <laughs> Fine. I'm doing, this, I'm doing this against all of my principles. Do you want the Browns that bad? Look, I just feel like... 
I'm getting a home underdog that's not. Oh, getting... we're talking about feel. It... You you scream at me for that every week. Tell yeah. me, do you honestly believe the Browns have a better chance of covering than Jacksonville? I do. Fine. Then let's take them. Cleveland. Okay. Fuck it. Cleveland. Okay. All right. We're taking the Browns. Where is that game? I can't even find That it. one is on you. <laughs> I Which means mind. we will go one and four, and that will be the one yeah. that covers. By the way, I don't mind the pressure. You know why? Why don't you tell me? what I do. We took some trash this week. <laughs> I just want to I just want you to realize we have the Buffalo Bills, Cleveland Browns, Arizona Cardinals. We have some utter trash this we week. We really are scraping the bottom of the barrel. We sure are. Or are we sharp? Well, either way the knife needs to be sharp to scrape this barrel because we are deep in the trash. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be it's going to be really really. This is one of those weekends where in the second quarter we're going to be convinced we're losing every one of these games and we're praying for backdoor cover. I am go I know. I know on Sunday I'm going to look at the Browns and I'm like I did what? Yep. Yep, that's going to happen. Either, huh? And Jacksonville's going to win by 17. Jacksonville is like going to hand the Chiefs their first loss of the year. They probably are. Oh, well, maybe I'll bet the Jacks. Uh, <laughs> Don't do you, please. That makes me so angry. <laughs> ah! All right. That is our show for today. Thanks for listening to The Favorites. We have shows every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to the show and The Silent Bell on Apple Podcasts, radio.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Blackjack, thanks for joining me. We will see you. Monday morning, I'll be with Jeff Schwartz and Paula Duca, recapping the weekend, looking ahead to week six, making our nine-team parlay, getting ahead of the week. This has been The Favorites from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. Talk to you soon.